talked about this earlier, and Jim's been obsessing with it since he's been <laughs> playing me clips of Gary Busey from the internet after we told you that Gary Busey was caught by TMZ's paparazzi photographers urinating in public downtown Los Angeles. All okay, right. okay. All right. Hey, I'm filling up a snake hole. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. His head came out. Great. He likes it. Wearing sweatpants. They're pulled down. He's peeing on a bush. At least he's peeing on the bush. Standing on the sidewalk, peeing on a bush. Yeah, he's not peeing directly into traffic, so we'll give him a point for that. (laughs) Big smile on his face when he sees the camera. (laughs) Just doesn't have a care in the world, it seems. No. Just doesn't care. Well, there's something Gary Busey does that you really enjoy, Jim. What's yeah, that? yeah. Well, they're called Buseyisms. I think he made that word up himself, too, for it. But he takes a common word and then breaks it down into an acronym and then fills it in with, like, motivational sentences. Here's him explaining it and giving some examples. These are called Buseyisms because I take these from my own heart, my own spirit, my own soul, and make this interpretation so you can hear it and live by it. The word now, N-O-W. No other way. Time out. To ensure measured energy on using time. The word team. T-E-A-M. Together, everyone achieves more. So you can make your own Buseyisms. Just take your last name and put ism on the back of it. <laughs> Thanks, Busey. <laughs> I actually like that team one. Some Together, them, everyone achieves more? Some of them make sense. They all kind of made sense. It's like a savant almost. You know what I mean? Well, you wanna, why don't you try a Buseyism for us, Jim, uh, in relation to Gary whipping his <laughs> thing out and urinating okay. in public downtown Los Angeles. Okay, here's another Buseyism. <laughs> Piss. P-I-S-S. <laughs> public irrigation sidewalk system <laughs> it works <laughs> everybody knows the crash test dummies song Mm-mm-mm, right once there was this kid who got into an accident and caught it come to school but every verse they take the opportunity to tell a great story yeah it's compelling totally it makes even a, a boring story compelling, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Which is why Jim and I have decided to start a segment on the show called Taz and Jim's Mm-mm-mm, The News. We give each other a news story, and the other person has to sing it in the style of the Crash Test Dummies. <laughs> we'll give you an example here. You want me to go first, Jim? Yes, yes. All right. What story would you like me to... Mm-mm-mm. Let's see what was in the news here. How about uh, the coach? I, I love that coach from the from the Raptors who was mad at the refs. Yeah, Darko. got fined twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, went off on a press conference. Now fined twenty five grand. Let's do that. Okay. Once there was a coach who's. Name was so long I wouldn't even try to pronounce it And he thought the ref sucked Now he owes them 25000 He didn't like the ref and said it was a complete crap It's a complete crap You 
You know what story I'd like you to do? And we're about to get into this one. Okay. So we'll give you more details, but news breaking this week that Service Ontario, some Service Ontario locations are going to be shutting down and moving their operations into Staples stores. You know, Staples, the office supply store. That's where some Service Ontario kiosks are going to be now. Think you can handle that one, Jim? Let's give it a shot. Once there was this government institution where you'd go to get your license stickers and all your passports, but then we ran a deficit for what seems like 25 years. We're mo- Moving it to Staples, another win for corporate lobbyists. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? Time for sports. Devin Peacock is here. Avid Toronto Maple Leafs fan Devin Peacock is here. And the Leafs had a game against the Islanders last night. Austin Matthews scored twice, two more goals, but Leafs lost 4-3 to the Islanders. That snaps their five-game win streak. What I want to do, though, is even though they lost, give a little kudos to the Islanders fans because every single time John Tavares was on the ice and touched the puck, sometimes when even one of his line mates was touching the puck. He wasn't even on the puck. They were booing him. It has been six years since he left uh, the Islanders, and they are still booing him lustily, and I respect them for it. Jaded X. He was their captain. They loved him. He was the first overall pick. He's still like fifth or sixth on their all-time scoring list for the Islanders, and they're still booing him. There's a lot of Leaf fans who get uh, bent out of shape by this, think they should let it go, get over it. But no, uh, th- they love this guy, and so absolutely boo him. I-, I-, I respect Islanders fans for still booing Tavares. This is the kind of stuff that rivalries are built on, you know? And, and I would, if I was Tavares, part of me would like this. Like, I think it would be fun to be booed that way because they're not truly booing you because they hate you. They're booing you because they love you and they didn't want you to leave. Yeah, I heard the Spit and Chicklets guys talking about this a couple weeks back. They were saying that getting booed by your own fans is the absolute worst. Yeah. But getting booed by the other team's fans is the best because it means you're doing your job well. It would be such a motivating factor. I always remember like when uh, Tracy McGrady left the Raptors, he would always get booed when he came back when Vince Carter forced his way out, got traded to New Jersey. He would always get booed when he came back. I always thought Raptors fans, because they were so passionate against those guys, should do something different just to get under their skin because it's that same thing. Like If you're booing them when they come back, that's almost like a motivating factor. So don't motivate the guy. Like, do something else. So to we should do the opposite. Do the opposite. So when Nazem Kadri comes back to play in Toronto, standing ovation. Get in his <laughs> yeah. head, like, disarm him, basically. What's this all about? <laughs> yeah, do, you, do one of those, you know, those royal bows and curtsies where you just, like, everyone just stands up and just gives yeah. a nice little soft clap. Take the edge off them, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, don't cross people from Long Island. They know how to hold a grudge. It is Friday, January the 12th, 2024. Do you know what today is, Jim? No. Today, January the 12th, every year, a piss 
a ginger day. Here's red. National Kiss a Ginger Day. Long, luxurious, flowing red hair. It's time to celebrate Kiss a Ginger Day. Let's see a big open mouth, sloppy kiss. With tongues? No tongues. Oh. No tongues. Oh, my porcelain ginger haired prankster. Huck her up, baby. Happy Kiss a Ginger Day. Showtime. <laughs> Get over here, Jim. I'm only a half ginger. Do you consider yourself uh I don't. By name, everyone probably expects you to be a ginger because James Patrick Kelly yeah. sounds very Irish. Yes, I do. Like many Irish people with lighter hair or European people with lighter hair, I do have a red beard. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not super red. It's a little brown, but like, you know, when the light hits it, it does look orange. I don't, I, I can't really grow a beard also. So maybe it's just like the skin is poking through. So my brownish beard looks redder, but I don't know. I have about four and I think they might be gray now, but four reds, f- just four random red hairs that would come in, in my sideburns, a little spice in there, just a little pop, pop, pop. <laughs> But yeah, if it's enough rhinestone? to get me kissed sure. on Kiss a Ginger Day, I'll say I'm a ginger too. Now, what's the deal with this holiday? Because to me, not to be negative, sounds kind of condescending to, to, to ginger people. Like, they are so rejected th- the rest of the year, they need a one specific day to force people to kiss them. So, brunettes would say, oh, what about Kiss a Brunette Day? And your response would be, every day is Kiss a Brunette Day. Seemingly, yeah. Every day is Kiss a Blonde Day. Oh, especially blondes. That's a stereotype. The gingers need a dedicated yeah, day. Unless there is so a Kiss a Brunette Day. If there isn't Kiss a Blonde Day, I'm highly offended on behalf of my half and full gingers. You know what else today is? It is Quitting Day. Not quitting your job, quitting your uh, New Year's resolutions. Second Friday in January is called Quitter's Day. Study in 2019 found it's the day statistically you're most likely to give up your resolutions. 80%... Of New Year's resolutions have been abandoned by by now. So if you are Dang. if you are still sticking to your New Year's resolution, it's like you've made it to the uh, top ten in Squid Game. Eighty yeah. percent <laughs> of people are over the resolutions. No. They couldn't have one boring weekend. <laughs> they had to start boozing again. They, they could have one. They can't have yeah, two. Yeah, no, they can't have two in a row. No, no. So some tips to power through Quitter's Day. Be more realistic and slow down. Don't try to make it all happen at once. Uh, progress isn't always linear. Sometimes there's setbacks. So if you stumble, think of it as setback day. Right? Sure, cheat day maybe. Yeah, get back on uh, the the resolution as soon as you can. Celebrate what you have done. And don't use Quitter's Day as an excuse to give up. Well, everyone else is quitting, so I'm going to quit, too. (laughs) If everyone else kissed a ginger, would you kiss a ginger? (laughs) Like my mom used to always say, Yeah, Taz, everyone else was ginger kissing. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have enough kisses for everybody? Turns out that they're shutting down a bunch of Service Ontario locations and moving them to Staples. Mm Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how they moved a lot of the post offices from their own buildings to Shoppers Drug Mart or the other pharmacies. Yeah, Rexall, Uh, wherever. 
It's weird. Um, a lot of people hate... I don't have a problem with that. the, the post office being in shoppers, though. It's kind of convenient. Me neither. I, think, I do think people don't like it because it does feel like the government and big corporations are getting into bed together, and it's like, why are yeah. they getting the benefit? Was there a bidding process? Why do these already established corporations get the benefit of having the foot traffic coming through their establishment? Yeah, I guess that's the benefit for Staples. You go in to get your license renewed, and you walk out with some printer paper and pens. Yeah. And I... <laughs> Ideally for Staples. That's obviously Impulse buy. I don't think Staples doing it out of the goodness of their heart, for no, sure. No, there's a reason they... It'll get more people through their doors. Yeah. But if, if honestly, if it saves us money, the government money, uh, it's hard to argue against it. Uh, locations uh, will be shut down in London, Hamilton, Stony Creek, Strathroy, and Tilsonburg. How much faster or slower is the line going to go? Because that's the notorious reputation they have. Sometimes, once uh, private business gets involved, things move quicker. The government isn't known for their efficient business sense. Right. Yeah. So you never know. It could, who knows? But they also, the government also has unlimited budget, you know, so they can have a lot of kiosks and people working there to help. Will that remain at Staples? Will there be seven people behind the counter, like at most service on terrorists? I don't know. Yeah. Hey, keep it moving. Staples doesn't want people freaking out. In their aisles, throwing rulers and yeah. notebooks all over the place I because say, they can't get their passport yeah. quick enough. Lots of parking. <laughs> parking is a plus. I'm just trying to plus. be positive here. I don't know if it's going to work out, but... Service Ontario locations across the Taz and Jim listening area moving into Staples. We were talking yesterday about how Toronto is like the worst, third worst actually, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, commuting. 29 minutes is what it takes you to go 10 kilometers or something like that. I'm shocked it's worse than Los Angeles, which seems to be, just when you listen to people in America, it seems to be the worst nightmare yeah. possible. But Toronto is somehow even worse. Is Toronto, Dublin, Ireland, number two, and London, England was number one, the absolute worst. And we now have, I've, I've crunched the numbers here, dove a little deeper into this survey we actually know the uh, worst in Canada. So Toronto, obviously, because it's third worst in the world, number one worst traffic in Canada. I'm sure you can guess what number two is. It has to be Vancouver, I Vancouver. would assume. Montreal, maybe. but Vancouver, number two. Winnipeg, number three. Beating out Montreal, which kind of surprises me. Montreal is kind of confusing to drive through. All the French signs. Yeah, figure it out, guys. <laughs> Number five on the list. Good morning to everyone. Hello to our listeners in London, Ontario, really? Canada. Yep, yep, no surprise there. In London, to travel 10 kilometers, it takes 17 minutes and 20 seconds really? if you're commuting. Yeah, the traffic doesn't m- technically move that slow in London, but the roads aren't designed well to travel far quickly. You're hitting a lot of red lights yeah. in London, Ontario. There's no real highway that goes through it. Fifth worst, London. Sixth, Halifax. Seven, Edmonton. And here we go, Hamilton, Ontario, number eight. Not bad. Cracking the top ten. No, it is bad. But, I mean, they're, 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 they're exactly where they should be population-wise. You know what I mean? It's expected that they're going to be around eight or nine because they're the eight or ninth biggest city in Canada. Right. So they're not... Oh, so they're ex- it's average. Yeah, Hamilton number eight, Ottawa number nine, Calgary number ten, 
Quebec City, number 11, and then number 12. It's that ring road, Kitchener-Waterloo. It does something, I guess. They had a little foresight in KW mm-hmm. back in the day, and it uh, it's not even in the top 10 for worst commutes. So if you're in Kitchener-Waterloo, stop complaining about the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the judges have reached a decision here with our Smashing Pumpkins guitarist auditions on the Taz and Jim show. We had three guys try out for the uh, the job. Mike Elliott. He was up first, and then we had Craig. It's Craig Dunford. Then, of course, young Ethan. With his 100% original guitar solo that he gave us. Prodigy. He's a prodigy. Yeah, he's only been playing for like a year. Pretty good. Um, Jim, Mike, Craig, or Ethan, who is going to see the Smashing Pumpkins with Green Day and Rancid? It's a tough choice because everybody was actually great this morning. I was hoping there was going to be one dud. I was hoping somebody was going to suck so we could rip into it, but everybody was good. I think Ethan and Craig both picked a more difficult song and were technically better guitar players. Uh, you mean... Um, or sorry, Ethan, Craig and Mike, my Craig the first and Mike. two guys. But I think overall, I have to say, I think Craig was the best. All right. Craig, congratulations. You're going to see the Pumpkins. And maybe, who knows, something will happen with their guitarist and they'll pull you out of the the crowd and you'll have a new job although he did say it would be difficult with his wife and kids to uh, accept the role even if it was offered to him (laughs) he does have a side hustle though he's going to be performing at east sides in london ontario tomorrow his band is called grunge cantina tickets at the door if you want to go see our winner craig perform live tomorrow night it's football picks do 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 with Amelia do 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 Taz's daughter do 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 she is for Devin Peacock do 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 he likes football do 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 head to head with the four year old wild card weekend in the NFL it is go time six games starting tomorrow through Monday including. Your Buffalo Bills playing, Dev. I'm ready to go. I think the Bills are ready to go. Okay. Well, don't say too much because Amelia gets to go first. All right. With football picks here, my four-year-old daughter is on the line. And here is who she thinks is going to come out victorious through the weekend in the NFL. Emils? Hi, Daddy. Hi, Amelia. Are you ready for football picks? Yeah. Wild card weekend, first wild card game on Saturday is the Cleveland Browns or the Houston Texans? Browns. Cleveland, nice. The Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, or the Kansas City Chiefs? Um, The Dolphins. Steelers or the Buffalo Bills? Now, Jim Kelly and Devin Peacock are big Bills fans. Be careful what you say here. Buffalo Bills or Pittsburgh Steelers? Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, no. How dare you. The Packers or the Cowboys? Cowboys. 
L.A. Rams or the Detroit Lions? Detroit Lions. And the last game of the weekend, Philadelphia Eagles or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Um, Buccaneers. Nice, Emils. Hey, have I ever told you that I love you? Mm-mm. I do. I love you, too. Nice to get the first time I told my daughter that I love her uh, caught on tape like that. That's good. <laughs> All right, Dev. Amelia's going Browns over the Texans. I'm going Browns. I like the. Wow. Uh, I, I think the Browns have a good defense. Let's Joe go Cleveland. Joe Flacco's uh, doing this. Also, this sets up the possibility of Flacco against the Ravens mm. the next round. What about Stroud though? He's he's a hot young quarterback. He is. Um, he's he's very hot. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, not as hot as Joe Flacco. Both going Browns on that. Dolphins, Chiefs. This is also a really good matchup. Uh, you've got uh, Tyreek back in Kansas City, uh, but it's I'm going with uh, the Chiefs on this one. Tua's not going to wear gloves. It's going to be very cold in Kansas City. I think the Chiefs pull this out. Steelers or the Bills? You're, you've already alluded to it. You're going yeah, Bills, Bills right? all the way. Love it. Packers, Cowboys. I think this could be closer than people think, but I'm going Cowboys. Rams or Lions? I thought about this a lot. I got a lot of Lions fans. Detroit, I'm sorry. Oh, Dev! I'm going Rams. Matthew Stafford is going to break your heart. He of little faith. Okay. <laughs> Eagles or Buccaneers? thought it was long and hard. I have one Buccaneers fan. Who's that, me? That's you. <laughs> <laughs> As a friend. I'm going Eagles. Go Birds. Oh, jerk. You jerk. <laughs> okay, we're starting fresh, too. You officially won the, the season picking games against my four-year-old daughter, Amelia. Yes, I did. But uh, that's all in the past. This is, this is a brand-new ball game, okay? This is the real season. You got it. Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. Enjoy. <laughs> Taz and Jim with Ryan, our producer. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing pretty good. How you guys doing? Yeah, good. well, how can we not be doing well? It's Jeff Bezos' 60th birthday. Which makes it kind of all of our birthday, right, guys? Yeah. It does. Since free, he owns all of us. <laughs> free shipping? Do we get free Maybe. shipping today? Uh, we've got our contestant. Uh, this is Max on the line. Hey, Max. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, buddy. Happy yeah. Jeff Bezos' birthday to you. <laughs> Thank you. So we've each got a fact about Jeff. One of us is telling the truth. You guess who it is, and we'll give you a great prize, Toronto International Boat Show tickets, and $100 for Lotto Max. You could win millions, but it's not billions, unfortunately. All right, let's do it up. Let's start with Jim Kelly. What's your fact about Jeff Bezos? Jeff Bezos. Did you know that his father was a famous circus performer? In fact, he was a unicyclist. He'd travel the country with the Barnum and Bailey Circus, and he would perform on a unicycle. He abandoned the family when Bezos was just a baby. That's why he doesn't talk about him much. You know, unicyclists, they're always rambling. Yeah. They're like modern-day cowboys. You Rock know? stars, oh, town to town, you picking can't up hold the them unicycle down. groupies. You know, women in the crowd, they see them, they go to the circus, and they're like, who's that unicyclist? Yeah, I'd like to be the seat of that unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool, though, eh? So he, his dad was a, uni, unicycle, a unicycle rider in the circus. Yes. 
Ryan, what is your fact about Jeff Bezos? So there's actually some early talks right now to make a biopic about the life of Jeff Bezos. And already signed on to play the role of Bezos is John Cryer, who you'd probably remember mostly from Two and a Half Men. Yeah, Ducky from 16 Candles. He was just in a movie where he was a bad guy and he shaved his head too. Yeah, and you know, he's played Lex Luthor in the past and that's actually causing some problems in production because Jeff won't sign the rights for them to make this movie if John is playing him because he's afraid people are going to associate him with the Superman villain. What did he play Lex... John Cryer was Lex Luthor on like Smallville or something? Something recent. Yeah. Was it Supergirl? Supergirl. I think it was Supergirl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's interesting. That sounds totally fake, but here is your truth about Jeff Bezos. He named his company Amazon. Do you know why, Max? No. He likes really tall women. Really? <laughs> yep. So he's got he's got a thing for tall women. Love you, Wonder Woman. You heard that he recently got divorced, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he got divorced. Basically, lost half his fortune yeah. to his ex-wife. She got thirty-five billion. But he thought it was worth it because his ex-wife was only five foot six. His new wife, seven foot two. <laughs> so he finally got what he wanted. Now, who do you trust? Is it Jim? His dad rode the unicycle in the circus? Is it the John Cryer story that Ryan told you? Or is it myself, Taz? Bezos loves the tall ladies. I had to ride a unicycle, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say he was the unicycle father. Hold on. Did you say you ride a unicycle? I sure do. (laughs) What are the odds? I love it, but why? Uh, I don't know. I guess when I was 12, I wanted one from Santa, and he, he brought one, so I learned. And uh, I, I ended up getting a new one just for fun, just to have in my shop. Cause I can hilarious. I having some drinks and rip a unicycle. Can you go, like, can you do a tightrope, like, on a 2 by 4 or something? Or No, no. Okay. But I have no problem going off terrain on the gravel and on the grass and all that. That's no problem. Hey, Max, do you have any children? No, I don't. Well, you should, because they might grow up to be billionaires. You're absolutely right. Ted Jorgensen. Hold on, what's the guy's name? Theodore Jorgensen, also known as Ted Jorgensen, however he's pronounced his last name. He was an American. unicyclist dad. This guy, kind of interesting life. He was the, he invented... Sorry, he was an American unicycle hockey player. So I guess maybe they still have it, but back in the day, he was the president of the world's first unicycle hockey club. <laughs> he left the family of Jeff Bezos after Jeff was like 17 months old, but uh, he also started the uh, Albuquerque Unicycle Club, which oh is a hilarious sentence. That's like something out of a Looney Tunes cartoon. That's like something you'd see on a Looney the Tunes Albuquerque sign. Albuquerque Unicycle Club. Yeah. And uh, his son, Jeff, I don't even think you can order unicycles on Amazon just because of this. Oh, yeah. no doubt. He, he, it's a trigger. He didn't know his dad very well, but <laughs> sounds like an interesting <laughs> By guy. the way, brother, can you start a Canadian unicycle hockey club? I think this <laughs> needs to happen.